Hello, an episode. <clears throat> welcome to episode number 59? 60. Oh, shit. I, I think it's I episode know. number 60. But yeah, say that, episode yeah, number sure. 60 is, is on the roll, going crazy, because we got Air Force One today, and I'll tell you what, I'm, I'm a little surprised. I definitely was right that me hating it when I saw it in the movie theaters was a bit unfair, uh, and it had to do with me being like young and pretentious as fuck. Was it, though? <laughs> uh, well, I mean... I'm gonna just... I'm going to disagree with you and be like, you, your first thoughts were right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, like, all the reasons I hate it aren't really quite the reasons why I hate <clears throat> it now. Like, I mean, I, I kind of found a little bit of joy in it here and there. Um, <laughs> okay, cool. Partly because, you know, Cumberland's finest, William H. Macy, uh, was the big hero in the movie. It was actually, I think, about him and not about uh, Harrison Ford or uh, Glenn Close. Yeah, he has like I bet you he has maybe like twenty lines in the movie, even though he's like next to Harrison Ford for like most of the, the movie. Whole time. <laughs> well, and it just, he, he has like twenty lines. And I mean, it just got me to thinking about it because, like, you know, I mean, because we're from Cumberland, we kind of follow him a little bit more, or like pay a little bit more attention to what he's doing. Uh, but yeah. you know, he was a really big like working actor, not a big actor before Fargo. I mean, he's been around in Hollywood forever, like. I just watched, uh, oh, what's the Bruce Leroy movie? The Last Dragon. Um, and he's actually in The Last it's, Dragon from like 1983. Is he really? <laughs> yeah. And I mean, it's a super, super bit part. Like, he's actually a pimp, I think. He he works for the gangster that's trying to take out Blue, Bruce Leroy. And I was like, holy fuck. It's, and I mean, he couldn't be more than 25 years old. But I'm like, oh my God, that's William H. Macy. I didn't realize he had been around like that long before Fargo kind of made him a star. <laughs> you know what I think of when I think of pimps? William H. Macy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, of course. You know, there's, there's Iceberg Slim and then William H. Macy. Maybe a little too yeah. short in there. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, so, yeah, so let's get to Gary Oldman puts on a stellar performance. I like, you know, even though it's a shit movie, a shit play, mm. Shit direction. Mm. Gary Oldman's still kind of awesome <laughs> in it. Yeah, we should talk a little bit. We were supposed to do a double feature, but um, the, the other movie we we're going to do, State of Grace, you, it's, it's really hard to find. And so I have I have an old DVD of it, and I think did you did you order a copy of it? Yeah, I did. I did order a copy of it, so it'll be uh, next week. And I mean, it is really hard to find. Like I checked all the streaming services, I checked like everything. And I mean, I'm not really for piracy, but like in this case, I actually kind of <laughs> looked on the dark web. Like I was like, I don't know, maybe I can find like a torrent or something of it. And I mean, I couldn't even do that. And you know, it's bad when the dark web doesn't even have a fucking movie. Well, that's what, I mean, we'll discuss when we see when we watch that movie and discuss it because that movie has like so many things going for it, and for some reason nobody talks about it. There's no like special edition Blu-rays coming out of it. Like like there's no announcements of it, and they've been putting out like Shout Factor and these other companies have been putting out these like like kind of like like more niche cult cultish movies, and State of Grace is like right up its alley, and like nobody talks about it whatsoever. Yeah. So yeah. So we'll have to, I mean, we'll have to get but, into that like, once like, you watch meanwhile, it. Meanwhile, it was easy for me to find uh, Air Force One, you know, like, I mean, yeah. two seconds and I had found it. Now, it wasn't it <clears> wasn't <throat> actually on Amazon, which is rare. 
you know, usually yeah. Amazon has those kind of big blockbuster movies. <clears throat> uh, but Amazon even said, like, due to copyright agreements with the production company, we can't stream this mm. movie. You have to buy the DVD. Uh, but YouTube was like, fuck That's it, crazy. we don't care. You can buy it on YouTube for four bucks. And I was like, all right, I spend the four bucks on YouTube. Although I'm kind of <laughs> thinking, man, I could have got a cheeseburger. <laughs> well, I got, it, I got it from the library, so it's free. Yeah, that's fantastic. I used to do that all the time um, when I lived in Frostburg, and I was dirt, yeah. dirt, dirt poor. Every morning, yeah. I would like take this big pile of DVDs that I had back to the library, and just pick out whatever they had. And they didn't have anything good at all. But I did end up finding some kind of good obscure English TV shows. <laughs> nice yeah we're we're, uh, we're actually pretty broke at the moment so yeah, the library is the best way to, for me to get the, the movies that we talk about or if I just happen to have them already right. which is nice now I did the same thing <laughs> at the Morgantown library and the Morgantown library was kind of off the chain like it didn't have mm. any mainstream movies but you know like I mean it had a, like a whole collection like a whole section of like Kurosawa films and mm -hmm. like stuff like that like you know if you were into like art and literature movies the Morgantown library was the place to be Nice. Uh, yeah, it was maybe because it's cool. closer to WVU. Maybe because it's maybe next very to WVU. Very possibly. Although it's kind of weird because you'd think that the WVU library would dwarf it. Now, I, hmm. I, I didn't go to WVU when I lived in Morgantown. I, I just yeah. like hung out and partied. But, yeah, that was good. I, I ate, <clears throat> ate at the soup kitchen and got movies from the library. <laughs> we're, we're not eating at the soup kitchen yet, but uh, we're, we're, we're okay. Right. <laughs> You're, you're the freaking soup kitchen's in view, so that yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like we're, we make a lot of money, like me and my my wife, but like what we're paying for everything, it's like not even coming up even. So it's yeah. like I don't know what the fuck's what, what the fuck's that man. Being an adult kind of sucks for that. Like I won't lie, you know. Like I mean, I'm making more money than I ever have in my life, hands down, and yet I still don't really have any money because all I did was just basically <clears throat> up my bill level. Yeah, it's like if we were living the way we were living, like on Maryland Avenue and paying like what seventy five bucks a piece yeah. of rent, then we'd be okay. Sure, <laughs> um, we'd be had plenty of money. Right, but Dude. making what we're making what we're making now, but then paying like fifty bucks for rent. Yeah, <laughs> well, and having a child to feed that that tends to throw <laughs> throw a little bit more into the mix. Um, I'm trying to think of something redeemable about this movie, like. I mean, there there were some really good moments. I love at the end, and I know I shouldn't really be skipping right at the end. Like, at the end, when Harrison Ford is actually, like, dangling off the back of the plane. <laughs> it was kind of awesome. Or whenever the air, the fuel tanker, when the air like the, the yeah. airplane with the fuel in it blew up and he was actually hanging off the back of the plane. And it's like, oh, yeah, he can totally survive that. He was like, he was like, it's. I was watching, I was like, I don't know if you know this, but like I've, I've looked into a little bit of it, and Donald Trump cites this as one of his favorite movies because it has like a heroic president. And it's so <laughs> funny when you watch it because you could tell that he's like, "That's me. That's yeah. totally me. Yeah. <laughs> if I get in this situation, this is what I'm gonna this do. What I it's gonna happen. Do. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be awesome." As, and like Harrison Ford, like basically heard that and was like, "Yeah, you need to tell him that it's just a movie, and yeah, you know, reality is totally different." <laughs> 
Well, and he like what? I think mention, I think I think when he goes, not when, to mention when, if it was Donald Trump, he would have freaking been given the, the <clears throat> Kazakhstani tyrant like a medal. He'd been like, yeah, this is my bro. There was no, there would be no need for them to uh, hijack the pl- the plane because he would already be like two steps ahead of terrorists and been like, yeah, I'm gonna, I let him go like two weeks ago. Yeah, he's at Mar, he's at Mar-a-Lago <laughs> shooting golf with full fucking Vladimir, and we're hanging out. I don't, I don't see what the issue is. So what? He killed a bunch of people. They were all poor people. I mean, who cares? That's a funny thing too. At the beginning, they're talking about Harrison Ford gives a speech about we're gonna start. We we should have like acted on this situation sooner and like it was our fault and we won't do that anymore and it's just kind of like <laughs> i don't i don't know like if every movie now is like so relevant today anymore when it's like like a, a pinch of politis, political right commentary in it and, like right. now it's just like oh my god it's we were so like that's so right on yeah well you know what's funny about that and that, <laughs> that's something that i thought of when i was watching it is when he was giving that speech I was like, holy shit, I think George W. Bush actually stole this freaking speech to justify invading Iraq. <laughs> Probably. Yeah, but like, yeah, and then I think I think Donald Trump, like I think at his rally, he actually walks out to the soundtrack as well to this. Of this. Wow. See, and I, I was not I was not aware of that I'm I wasn't that's just man, see? And like, okay, so now <laughs> people are going to be like, oh, you know, I hate Donald Trump because he's a racist or he sucks and, you know, and I'm going to be like, the motherfucker thinks Air Force One's a great movie. Like, you can't trust the country in a man who's got <laughs> such fucking terrible taste. Well, it's like I was listening to the, the soundtrack the entire time and I knew that beforehand while I'll be watching it today. And like, you could just tell it's like, it's so overly patriotic it's to the point of just like almost like just like parody almost it's just so yeah. over the top well, and you know everybody but the traitor is like perfect and you know everybody everybody top echelons in government there are all these like honest decent people it's like ah uh, you're sure they are <laughs> sure you get to be president of the united states without a bunch of blood on your hands or you get to you get the luxury of having guilt over people that you didn't help save it's like come on man they, these guys they don't care <laughs> um gary oldman's accent man it sounded like he was playing he was still playing fucking dracula yeah <laughs> yeah like that was, still, was still straight was still up vlad the impaler yeah because that first accent i mean he it kind of like gets normal after a while but like first thing he was like is he gonna like i don't know like he's just gonna flip out and like start sucking everybody's blood and there's gonna be like naked ladies everywhere and stuff. Like, that would have that would have upped the, the. If there was like a naked vampires lady that like slowly sucked the life out of you, that would have kicked made this movie start kicking ass. You know, if they had just like pulled like a dust till dawn type move where one minute it was like terrorists and then all of a sudden it's vampires, that would have been awesome. Like when he dies, he dies. Spoiler, like, but then there's still like about twenty minutes more of movie left. He should have come back at some point, like flying back. He's like, "Look, I'm I'm fucking Dracula." Yeah, so. I'm Dracula on a jetpack. <laughs> I'm Dracula, and I've got right. a jetpack. You take this, Harrison Ford, President Walker, right. or whoever the hell he was. <laughs> How about I just as a get off my plane? How about I just I don't know. <laughs> Would you say something else? Clever? And I, like I don't know if it was because we just recently watched uh, the Samuel L. Jackson movie, but I kept thinking Glenn Coase was gonna like do a heel turn. You know, like it was going to turn exactly. out. It was going to turn out that she was behind it the whole time, and it was like, you know, this real freaking <clears throat> clever attempt at a coup. 
And I was like, no, no, this, oh. that's a different movie, man. <laughs> it really is. It really, honestly, the freaking Samuel Jackson movie we just watched is a totally different movie from this one. And they're not like just bleeding together to where they're the same goddamn movie with different actors. <laughs> well, that's why we had a question last um, uh, episode about the, 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 the shuttle, like the escape pod. And then it's like, oh wait, that is uh, that must be a thing because it was in this movie too. So they must have an actual like, almost like a space shuttle escape pod. pod. Yeah, yeah, I I thought that too. And they were like, oh, we found the pod. It's empty. I was like, oh shit, they really do. And then he like pod in Air Force One. (laughs) And then and then like he like popped up like outside of like where they launched it. Right? He he was last last time you saw him, he was inside this little escape patch pod thing. Right? And like the bad guys like saw it fly away, and then next thing you see Harrison when they like the reveal like ten minutes later that he's actually not in there. Shocker, he's up on top of where he was originally. So I'm not sure, like how he crawled. Like it's it didn't make any sense. Like how he came out of the room and was up on top, like hanging out. Like he should have just still been in that room with the escape pod hatch. It's just like the logic of like the geography was just like, wait, why is he? All of a sudden, like outside the room, but still hiding. He's yeah. It didn't make any sense. Yeah, no, it does. There's a lot of that that doesn't. Wrap your head, it's hard to wrap your head around, mm. I guess, how how big Air Force One is and how many like different levels mm. it has. Yeah, I, I guess just what nice than seeing him like climbing. I mean, the reveal is not that big of a deal. I feel like, and then maybe it's because I know the movie, right? But like when they fi- when they finally find out that he's not in the fucking pods, like I'm pretty sure anybody watching the movie knows within like as soon as it's launched it's like it's not gonna like Harrison's Ford's not in that fucking thing so why just like cut out all the like the bullshit and just like you know what I mean like they they spend like 10 minutes on the movie just them trying to like re- recover the hatch that he's not in it's yeah. like it does it just wastes it's it's a bunch of waste of time like because everybody knows <laughs> like like everybody's ahead of the game on this movie like come on like I if you're watching Air Force One, you're not. I mean, you may be an idiot, but you're not like. Yeah. You you you, you, you can follow. It's, it's it's an easy movie to follow without that type of stuff. You're like, yeah, okay. You don't need all of this craziness, uh, but we do need we do need Harrison Ford saying, "Get off of my plane." <laughs> somebody up. First of all, every time he beat up somebody or like tackled somebody, it was su- such a one-sided fight, no matter what. Yeah, he just whips their ass. Like I watch, I watch it every time. It's like, like every time I watch it, like he's not getting like anything. He's like being the crap out of everybody like the entire time. Like, yeah, and, and supposedly he was just like a, he was just a fighter pilot. Supposedly, it was like, why is he like? Well, he like, why knows how like, to terrorist? He knows how to fight? Remember the colonel or whatever was like, oh, don't don't count the president out yet. He flew all these missions. The man knows how to fight. And it was like, oh, oh yeah, and like, obviously these freaking Russian paramilitaries don't know how to fight at all. They they don't like because and like and apparently everybody knows that he can fight and do whatever except for these terrorists because everybody else is like, oh, the president, he's gonna fucking take care of him. Like, <laughs> like really? Like, yeah, he's freaking Indiana Jones, man. He's gonna whip some ass. That's like every time like his wife was involved in anything. Like every time she, like she was questioning about him or anything, it was just like. 
he's the president. He's going to fuck you up. Yeah. He's like, it's basically what she said every time. Like, right. what? <laughs> well, everybody knows that the president of the United States, like, can automatically beat up your dad. Like, that's just <laughs> one of the rules of being a president is my dad can beat up your dad. <laughs> I mean, George, George H.W. fucking flew flip planes. And, like, I don't picture him for a second <laughs> being able to, to beat the shit out of, like, four terrorists. Like, yeah. like a group of terrorists. No. <laughs> like, well, does he have drones? Because if he has drones, I might be able to see it. <laughs> Maybe. And was it the? What was the? I don't know if you noticed, but there was a line at the very beginning. As soon as they come, like the the terrorists slash they're they're posing as reporters. They get on the plane and they turn to this, this guy watches them get on the plane. Did you notice this? This guy turns to another guy and goes, "There goes the neighborhood." <laughs> like, what the <laughs> fuck does that mean? Or they were letting Russians on the plane, man. You can't have Russians on your plane. And like, it never came back to him at all. Like, like I feel like at some point he he was like said something more racist, <clears throat> or you know, stereotyping them like even more. But he didn't say one more word the entire time. Like, right. it doesn't make any fucking sense. Like, <clears throat> yeah, no, that 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 drives. That's how these things these things work out. And then. I don't know if you noticed also the fucking when they land up they they take over the plane and they land it but they have to quickly uh, take off again yeah and this fucking Russian drives this fucking like plane like it's fucking fast and furious it's like fucking drifting it's like curving it's like it's like doing like it's like fucking peeling out like doing like fucking donuts like when it's trying to take off, did you notice that it was just like it was just like turning and yeah. it was like it was handling like anything. I was like, what is that? And uh, the freaking what you call it? The guy who was flying the plane is like in the eighties, wasn't he? Like the Russian, like they're like, oh, we need a Russian, uh, we need a Russian bad guy. And they're like, oh, I know just the dude. It's usually like, yeah, he's always in, a co- in comedies. He was always like the Russian like comedy guy. Yeah, <laughs> like he's not like Yakov Smirnoff, but like he was like. He looked like he could be like Yakov's brother. Yeah. <laughs> oh my. Well, he, well, Gary Oldman had that guy on his team, and then he had uh, the guy who plays the Wishmaster. Right. He was one of the guys. <laughs> so like, he had like a, a top-notch uh, crew going for him. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I'm shocked that he didn't pull off his plan. Oh my. <clears throat> But I mean, according to like, if you compare it to Die Hard, it was a fucking Die Hardy movie for sure. <laughs> like, yeah, it was very, very, very uh, Die Hard, which I was I was happy die. with that. Like I was, I mean, it wasn't quite uh, as good as Die Hard or even kind of no. close to it. But at least it was the same sort of theme, you know, guys, wife, and kids are hostage. It's mm. it wasn't Christmas, so there's that. Uh, <laughs> you know, and then there was guys. You know, I wanted to bring this up too. Freaking Kazakhstan, man! What is it with with people from like I had when I lived in Alaska? Um, uh, there was a contingent of immigrants from Kazakhstan. They were college kids who were basically mm-hmm. would come to Alaska to work for the summer to pay for their college, and they were like the coolest dudes I'd ever met. You know, like they were so such great guys, and like. In our portrayal of them, they're always like these evil, weird, freaking terrorist nutbags. 
I'm like, well, I know a bunch of dudes from Kazakhstan, and they weren't like that at all. They just wanted to party. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure there's a few like crazy people as 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 there are in America. Yeah, they're just like if you if you watch some like Russian movies, I'm sure there's like every movie has an American bad guy. Has crazy Americans, yeah, and that's and I bet you that's true. But like, I'd hate to I would see hope. what the world. I'd hate to see what the world actually thinks of us versus what we actually are. <laughs> Um, but, I, think, yeah. I think you just flip on the news and see that. I think you can just flip on the news and see how, how people think of America. Right. But whenever it felt like I found out these guys were from Kazakhstan, I was like, damn it. Because my friend Bakit, he was awesome. He would work 24 hours straight, like literally work Ooh. 24 hours without taking a break. And then instead of taking a break, he would come over to our camp and freaking proceed to drink like a fifth of vodka. And smoke an ungodly amount of freaking whiskey. And we'd be like, okay, dude, you got to go to bed. You've been working for 24 hours. You've been sitting here partying with us for six hours. He's like, no, nah, I'm going back to work. I'll sleep when I'm dead. I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> no job is worth that. I don't care who you are. No, no. <laughs> um, but, like, the way he explained it was <clears throat> that if he worked like a dog for six weeks in Alaska, then he wouldn't have to work the rest of the year while he was going to college because he could make so much money. So, I mean, I guess yeah. that makes sense. But at the same time, I was kind of like, chill out, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. Like, I was just talking to Leslie the other day, and it's like, because it rained here in California. And, like, if it rains here, I don't know if you know this, it's just like, it, it might as well be a blizzard. And, like, oh, people freak still, out. But still, everybody still goes out. So like, there was, like, it was a big rain pour, and, like, I think, uh, like, like, um, like the police reported that there was a 365 wrecks that one day reported. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I'm like I, was, I was just like, no job is worth that. No. Oh my god! <laughs> no, definitely not. But yeah, no, my you know my family's all from Southern California, and we used to think it was so funny when it would rain. You know, it was such a rare occurrence that like they literally they would like freak out. They had mm. my grandmother used to have parties because it rained and. They're like, what the <laughs> hell? This sucks. It's raining. <laughs> I mean, it's it's nice because like I miss it, but then when we go out in it, it's just it's just like a it's like insane. Cause oh yeah. No, oh, nobody yeah. like 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 everybody drives like like it's not a, a problem. And it is a problem because like the drainage system here is crazy because none of the highways are built for it. So right. everybody's just like driving through like giant puddles and like they're driving like really fast because they think they can handle it and they right can, they have and... no concept of the idea that you can hydroplane and, and yeah well, and it's the it, same it, they... way with uh, just recently like yesterday there was a big snowstorm in South Carolina and there were all these accidents mm. because you know people didn't realize that you've you got to treat the snow with respect you can drive in the snow and it's possible but you got to respect the fact that your car can slip off the road at any moment and kill you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We had like we had a couple people drive by and like like fucking, God, what were they? They were fancy vehicles. I don't, I don't know what any any cars are, but they're, they're like fancy cars. And they flew past us the, the the one time. I was like, and like hitting puddles along the side of the road. I was like, I like sadly I was like, I hope you wreck because like fuck you like because they had like swing around us and this and that. I was like, come on man, like chill out. Yeah, just just all you gotta do is be a little careful. Is all. I was like, are you excited to get to work? I'm like, fuck off. Like, <laughs> fuck that. <laughs> <clears throat> oh well. Well, I'm glad that it. Uh, uh, I'm glad that it rained at your house. So that's kind of sweet. 
<laughs> yeah. yeah, it was nice. It's been nice these past like, this past week because it's been nice and cool. Oh. Sweet. It's been bitter cold here. Bitter cold and fucking awful. Like I wish it would. I wish it would snow because then it wouldn't like matter that much. Um, yeah. Or you, at least you'd say, oh well, at least it's snowing, so we got that going for us. But it's not. It snowed south. Oh. Yeah, that's always the the weird thing. It's always like like snow is technically like worse because if it piles up, it's like you can't do anything with it. But like it's usually better when it snows because it's not as the snow is like nice and calm. Yeah. It just comes down. It just, it just like comes down and that's it. Right. If you get like some sort of freezing rain or like rain or like a combination and just some crazy shit, it's like, it's worse than anything. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Even rain sometimes is worse than the snow. Like, Oh, absolutely. Like up in, especially back, back home. Yeah. Well, I'm it's guessing just, if we're talking about the rain and the snow, then maybe we're kind of getting a little beat on Air Force One. <laughs> That's our snow report. That's, That's our, our weather our, uh, segment. Our commentary on the weather of the freaking Die Hard on a podcast. And the, the rain is definitely very <laughs> Die Hard-like. The snow is not because it happened in Southern California. <laughs> snow, snow is more Die Hard 2 so. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So... All right. Well, I, I guess, guess we can catch up on some. We can catch up on some wrestling. Have you watched any wrestling lately? I have Anything? not been watching any wrestling at all. Um, because yeah. they switched my days off and it kind of ruined it. Because I used to be my days off were, uh, Monday and Tuesday, so I would see wrestling mm-hmm. every week because I'd be off just sitting around. Um, but now yeah. that I'm working, unfortunately, <clears throat> I have to go to work around the time that wrestling starts. So, oh, I forgot that. I've... I forgot. I I remember last time too. It's come up a couple of times. The whole Sex in the City, Ray Stevenson, yeah. that guy. Uh huh. I realized I, I I did some research and I put it up on Instagram. I forgot to send you the picture, but it's not the same guy. But they look very very, very similar. similar. Okay, so it's not the same guy. Okay, so I take it back. No, no, but 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 I, I put up a, a comparison. I was like, wait a second. I was like, I'm pretty, and I looked him up too, and like he's never been on Sex and the City, but the two guys look. Pretty similar. Yeah. <laughs> like, so I was like, I get where he's coming from. I was like, but mystery solved. Ray Stevenson is not on Six in the City. Uh, I mean, nobody, nobody listens, so nobody's been complaining or right. said anything to nobody's us about it. called so. us out, so we've, we've got that going for us. <laughs> I forgot to send you the picture of it so you can see, so we can talk about more right. about it. <laughs> 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 but, but I, was like, I was like, oh, wait. Like, I, got, like, I was like... I had to like figure it out. If is this the same guy? Was Ray Stevenson on Sex and the City? And he never has been. So no. Okay. So <laughs> right, I'm, I'm glad. <laughs> this guy was one. Um, the Sex and the City guy was on Law and Order for a long time. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He was a Law and Order guy. And, and so I think I've never now really just... watched that. Yeah. Because he's like a tall, tall dude, like a tall, like black haired dude. So. Nice. Yeah. So, Mr. Saab, guys. Yeah. <laughs> you have five people listening. Yeah, everybody. Now, now we know. <laughs> <laughs> so, so cool. Well, I guess we'll do State of Grace next week. It's it, it shipped. It should be here. Hopefully, hopefully it's here before I go up to Patrick's house and I can watch it up on the big TV. Yeah, it's a good. I mean, it's, I haven't watched it in a while, but like I, I remember watching it as a like when it first came out and. 
it's a super good it's a really good like just gangster movie and i think it's super underrated for sure i'm gonna talk about i agree cool cool all right well i guess we can cut this yeah well we're at 30 minutes so we're 28 so we're good um, and I guess we'll see you guys next week when we do State of Grace, which is probably the better of our two movies. <laughs> yeah, we got we got short change this this week. This week, yeah. So, all right. See you guys next time. Have fun. Woo. <laughs>